Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. Today, I have with me Frank Agan, and he came to me by way of referral through networking. If you listened to the episode with Bethany George a few weeks ago, then you know who introduced me to Frank. But let me tell you a little bit about Frank and why she introduced me to him. It's because Frank is the president of AmSpirit Business Connections, which actually empowers entrepreneurs, sales representatives, and professionals to become successful through networking, which you guys all know I'm a huge fan of that. He's also the host of the Networking RX podcast or the Networking Prescription podcast, which has insights and interviews related to better business relationships. And finally, Frank is also the author of several books, but the one he sent to me for me to check out, which I will be reading, it is next on my list. It's called Foundational Networking because just because I've been networking for 12 years professionally doesn't mean I can't learn something new, even going back to the basics. Frank, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. You know, to be honest, I've learned something new about networking every day as well. So uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's never ending. It is a vast, a vast marketing tool, right? To, yeah. to be networking. So how did you get into networking? Let's share that story because you were not always a professional networker. No, no. You know, I, you know, my parents were academics, um, grew up in a world where, you know, do well, work hard and if things will come to you. So I went to college, got, you know, did real well in college, went off to law school, um, and got a law degree, got an MBA, went to work in a really big firm as a tax consultant. It was a great job. It was great pay. It was great everything except for taxes. I didn't want to do taxes for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, but it, I learned a lot. I did learn a lot, but I decided at one point about five years in that, okay, I'm going to leave. I'm going to just go into private practice. And I tell people that a funny thing happened when I went into private practice and a funny things with nothing happened. I had no idea how to get clients. Mm. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. Well, it's that your whole business is based on that. People struggling with that, that the total fear, the panic of, you know, I, I have nobody to sell to. I just figured, you know what, you get good grades. I had a law degree at an MBA, I had a CPA at that time. I knew what firms were charging. I was charging a little less. You know, why is the phone not ringing? Mm. I had no idea how to network. And it really became complicated because we can make jokes about attorneys, but attorneys have ethical boundaries that they can't cross. And one is you don't call people. So what do you do? You know, you just, you can't go running around just pitching people, knocking on doors. So somebody said this through a series of introductions, you know, networking, really didn't know what was happening. Just wanted somebody, just hand me the person who's got the solution, right? Who's, and uh, somebody said, you need to get into a tips club or leads group. I had no idea what they were talking about. 
they just talk matter of fact like you know whatever you know it's like you know it's like two mechanics talking about a car part that okay i assume it exists i don't know what it does so i was invited to a group it was very similar to bni it was based out of uh, Pittsburgh, woman who had started. She was very familiar with her. Well, her and Ivan Meisner knew each other. Um, they were both in the tip for like a New York minute and okay. uh, out, in, in, out in California. And she moved to Pittsburgh and started this organization. And when I w- showed up, it made total sense that you could lift your whole world up by just helping other people. Um, yeah. And I didn't have it. To- well, I still don't have it totally figured out, but it's like, okay, I'm in a room with people I don't know that don't know me, but we're all kind of pledging to help one another. So make a long story short, I doubled down on that. I really leaned into trying to be successful through it. And one day I had an opportunity to be its first franchisee. And then about five years into that, I had an opportunity to buy it all out. And that was in the early 2000s. So I stopped practicing law, which, you know, drove people crazy because like, you walked away from being an attorney. It's like, listen, it's not that glamorous, right? It's, we're like glorified plumbers, right? you know? And um, became what I call a student of networking and really tried to learn this, you know, what, why people get referrals and why people don't get referrals and why people build networks and why, you know, some of the most gregarious people, you know, just they have to keep backfilling people in their world because they, they're chasing people out, you know, and there are answers to it all. And so uh, I bought that organization. I rebranded it as Am Spirit, which is short for American Spirit. And, uh, you know, just very similar to BNI. We create groups, one per category, meet weekly, learn about each other, create relationships, exchange referrals. I think that is awesome because, you know, my my audience, if they've been listening for any amount of time, they all know that I'm a BNI member and I promote networking. Man. And I've said multiple times, I don't care if you do BNI or not, go find a networking group that works for you because BNI, number one, as much as they say it's everywhere, it's still not yet everywhere. There are cities right. and towns where it doesn't exist. There are countries where it doesn't exist. And this podcast is world is literally worldwide. So there, you know, finding networking is the way to go. Finding something that is a great fit for somebody. So when somebody's looking at a networking opportunity or a networking group, what would you recommend that they be looking for in order to find a good group that will fit them? Yeah, I mean that's a good question. You know, a lot of times people will look and they say, "Okay, who are the clients in here?" You know, who are my potential clients? Who can I sell to? You know, I sell suits. It's all women. Why would I want to go in here? You know, it's like, well, <laughs> don't look at the people sitting in the chairs, kind of, you know, look through them, you know, and I mean that, you know, it's, it's more of an analogy or, or yeah. more of a, a term of art. You look through it. Who do they know? You know, who, who are the people that they know? And that's really who you want to, are these well-connected people? Um, you know, so it's, you know, if you're going to go look at a group, I would talk to the people who are there and just kind of get a sense. You know, they're getting a sense about you. You ought to get a sense about them. Mm-hmm. You know, does this, and in, in Am Spirit, we have lots of different groups. When I say different, different personalities, same thing in BNI. You have some yeah. people who are just, they're really good at following the rules and they're very strict about it. And I have ones that are just what I call off-roading it. And <laughs> 
And then there's all sorts in between. And the, you know, the ones I find who are the most successful are the ones that, you know what, there's a formula here because every business has a formula, mm-hmm. every business. We're going to follow the formula, but we're going to have a, we're going to have a good time doing it. Right. And yeah. those are the ones that are the most successful. And so you want to get a sense about people and are they, you know, or do they care about each other? Mm. You know, that's the, because the, at the end of the day, that's really what it is. It's, you're really there building relationships. And once you have those relationships, then you can really start to dig into how can we help each other? You know, because I care about you. I want to help you. Right. And I, I think that's really a key point, right? Because a lot of networking groups will have a wide variety of businesses that will be a part of it. And and depending on the rules of the of the networking group, if they've if they allow for multiple category, you know, or multiple people from the same category to join. So for example, chambers of commerce, those are great networking opportunities, but there's gonna be 50 realtors, you know, yeah. 20 financial advisors who are there in the room, that kind of thing. Um, and then there's other ones that are more specialized or ca- category exclusive type ones like BNI, like um, Spirit, where you're allowed to hold the seat for your category or specialty within a category. And but seeing that wide variety, you never know who's attached to whom. You know, I, I yeah. know. From my own experience, when I when I first joined, there was I believe it was it was a contractor of some sort who was in my chapter, and they initially did not want to meet with me because they just didn't see how we could do business together and or you know how I could provide them referrals. And what I recognized very early on is well I know as the woman of the house I'm often the one who's in the house when contractors come over to do work at the house, so I was like. I bet you the women that I work with are probably the same women who make the decision or or are there when he needs to be there. And so over time, I started sending a lot of referrals his way because I started asking, do you need, you know, when I was talking to my clients, my customers, the women in my life saying, hey, do you need someone who you can trust coming into your house to help do X, Y, or Z, whatever? I I can't remember which uh, specific contracting it was, you know. And they wanted someone they could trust because, you know, not all contractors are cut from the same cloth. <laughs> no, no. Well, you, I mean, I think you, you make a good point as far as finding groups or just networking in general. Do away with these preconceived notions of what you might think out there. Oh, we don't want a banker in, the, in our group because banks do everything. Or we don't want this type of person or, right. you know. We don't want a person who does direct sales. I hear that. You know, we don't want these people. It's like, well, why don't you? You know what? These people buy houses. They get insurance. They know a lot of people. Show them some respect and that will pay huge dividends. And, you know, I just think and we're very open to those. You know, we're very open to those categories. Not all groups. I have some that are highly B2B and they so they really try to be strict about it. But most of them, it's like, yeah, we're, we just want people who are willing to network. That's yeah. all we're re- really looking for. I don't care about, you know, I'll pick on attorneys, you know, Joe attorney who's really polished <laughs> and got a suit on every, you know, but he could care less about anybody. What does that do for anybody? Yeah, he looks sharp, but yeah, that's it. Is it. Is the person, regardless of their their business, are they contributing to the group, right? Yeah. Um, and I have to say, it is not uncommon for me to keep an eye on the direct sales network marketers and, and MLM professionals who join my network. And what I see is because of the business that we're in, 
we tend to be great at referring. Yep. We tend to be great at inviting visitors, which is the only way these networking groups are ever going to grow yeah. is to bring more people in who want to do business. We're used to asking things for our own business. So when we can ask for our networking, networking group saying, hey, would you like to come talk about your business to my networking group? Most businesses will go, yeah. It's so yeah. much easier to invite and we're we're used to it. I mean, if you're ever looking for, for a reason to talk a group into getting a direct sales or network marketer group, tell them that. Tell them we're so used to hearing no in every other area of our lives that we yeah. rock at the inviting visitors piece. Well, it, it, it's like anything. You you know, there are good attorneys and bad attorneys and there are yeah. good realtors and bad realtors and and there are good direct salespeople and people who are not so good at it. You know, yeah. but there are some people out there who are in direct sales who make a lot of money. Well, you know this, that's your business. And they're very successful. And it's it's success from a different it's success is done a different way. Yeah. And we kind of we get this we get this notion that business has got to work this way. But we have to remember that 150 years ago, we were pretty much all on farms. We were a farming, you know. Yeah. And then we went to the industrial revolution and they were pulling us off of farms to work in businesses. And then we became more white collar, you know, and all, all direct sales is just kind of another, you know, another step in the evolution. It's not the only step, but you still have people working manufacturing, but it's another way. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. And I think, I think networking is, is such an important piece to all business, right? I mean, unless somebody really doesn't need to network because they have their Google SEO dialed in so well to the point that they get 98% of their business from online, yeah, yeah then maybe don't worry about going <laughs> and, yeah. and getting going networking because if you're if only 2% of your business is there and you have no interest in, in spending that time there when you're getting plenty from online, fine. But that is not the case for most businesses. Most businesses need that network of people who know who they are, what they what they offer and who they serve in order to to build and grow. So what are some of the tips that you give to new networkers who go, okay, I recognize I need to network. How do they get started? What what are some of the things they should do? What are, you know, maybe what are the top three things that you would recommend that they do? Well, I think the number one thing that people need to do is they need to, you know, they need to find ways to add value to other people. You need to come into these things, not with your hand out, but, you know, looking to just help people. Mm -hmm. And I, that's a, that's a hard thing to, you know, wait a minute here. I've, I've left my job. I've started this business or, you know, or I've put money into this and you're telling me I need to give to other people before I'm going to get. And the, the simple answer is yes. And that's how humans are hardwired. Now, when I say that, I'm not saying you need to walk into a BNI or an Amspirit meeting and you need to spend $10,000 doing business with everybody, but sit down and have coffee with people and just ask the question, how can I help you? Who do I know? Um, and just committing that time is is value in and of itself. One of the things I always talk about is, is the, the most valuable, least expensive thing we have to give in our network is our network itself. Just start making introductions of people. So that's the first thing is really find ways to help the other people in the room. The second thing is, I kind of alluded to it, is 
you know, don't have these preconceived notions about who people are or what they, you know, what they're going to do. Cause you, you know, every contact has opportunity. Uh, when you get a chance, you'll read the story in my book, Foundational Networking. When I first started uh, as an attorney, I was parking downtown at a parking garage and it was really close to the office, but it was really cheap, which, you know, I'm a new professional. I don't have a lot of money, but the catch was you had to leave your keys, you know, so they're going to move your car. Oh. So you got to fit as many cars in here as you can. So it's like, wow, this is really kind of strange, but it's cheap and it's close to the office. And there was, I would always have to go racing out to a client. So I needed to be close. Like I couldn't take a bus to my parking lot, right? I needed to get to my yeah. car. So I just figured very subconsciously, or I don't know if I had a conscious thought about it, but I'm going to get to know my parking lot attendants. So I'd yeah. say hello to them and how's it going through the wonder of Facebook. One guy asked me to be the best man at his wedding and I did it. And we're still friends on Facebook. He, me and his wife, I mean, it's just like our kids have all graduated and it's just been this 20, 30 year thing that, you know, but there was one woman there. Her name was Twilight. She was kind of the, she managed, she managed the keyboard, right? You, you, where all the keys went, hand her the keys, you know, 13 F for wherever, however it worked. And I just, every day would stop and just say, hello, Twilight, how you doing? Yeah. How are your kids? How's your daughter? You know, women love to talk about their kids. I'm not being manipulative, but it's, right. I'm being genuine. How's your daughter? You know, how's your granddaughter? You know, you went to the zoo. This is great. And now, mind you, there's hundreds of attorney types coming and going from this garage. And one day she stopped me and she said, how would you like to be an extra in a movie? My daughter's in this modeling agency. They're looking for attorney types to be extra in this movie. And it's just north of town. And I said, yeah, I'll do it. Why, you know, why not? You know, who knows? Well, I went up and I went to the casting. I'll make, it, I'll, I'll make a longer story, much shorter. But it turns out it was the Shawshank Redemption. Oh my gosh. I know. So I'm, I had no idea. I had no idea until the movie came out. The opening scene is a courtroom scene. Well, of ironies, I got cast as a prisoner. I was a prisoner in the opening <laughs> prison yard scene, but I literally spent a day on set with Morgan Freeman. Wow. And literally had a conversation with the guy. I mean, it's just, you know, there's 500 people there, but it's just, but my point is, is that there were hundreds of people coming, hundreds of people coming and going. And I was the only one who got that opportunity. Why? Because they just showed her a little bit of respect. Mm. You know, most people is like just hand their keys off and I can't be bothered. And I, you know, there's a lot, there's lots of stories like that. Well, the other one I'll, I'll mention, I don't know if people know who Lewis House is. Lewis oh, I've is, heard the name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's in Columbus, Ohio, from Columbus, Ohio. Um, been on the Allen Show. He's got, a, he's got a top 10 podcast. He's big time. Yeah. Um, he just released a book. What's the title of the book? I just bought a bunch of copies. The mind, uh, the greatness mindset, unlock the power of your mind and live your best life today. This is his third book, hmm. but he tells the story in there, how we met and he came to my speech. I gave, I was in Toastmasters. I gave a speech. He came to it and he came up to talk to me afterwards and people, you know, I took, you know, when I'm meeting this, you know, <clears throat> he was down on his luck. So he did. Excuse me. He didn't have a lot of food. He was living on his sister's couch. So he's like, you know, packing a plate from the, the buffet. And I just said, Hey, let me take you to lunch. You know, so I took him to lunch and we started having a conversation and we, you know, had him over for dinner one night. Uh, my kids were amazed at how much he could eat. But um, <laughs> he showed me how to use LinkedIn. Oh. He tells this whole story in the book and how I use LinkedIn and, 
And I, you know, I told him he should write a book. And so we ended up co-writing a book, his first book called Linked Working. Um, it's out of print now. Um, but anyhow, it's like people were like, why are you wasting time with this guy? <laughs> you know, I, you don't know. And yeah. I didn't do it because I was hopeful. I just did it because he needed help. Yeah. You know? And I just think that's what people need to do. People, a question I get a lot on these podcasts, I've been on a lot of podcasts. What's the one thing? We're ending. What's the one thing people should do? Yeah. Get out in your community and volunteer. Just yeah. do it. Figure out what you're passionate about. Get out and volunteer because you're going to be rubbing elbows with people who care about the same thing you do. They know you care. They know you're a good person because you're there. And they're going to find out what you do. Whatever mm. it is. Oh, you sell jewelry. That's really cool. Because I now know you, like you, and trust you. This is going on in their mind. Yeah. I'd like to see it. You know, how can I help you? People, we're hardwired to do these things. So it's it's really, it's not magic. It's science. I mean, it's just that's how we grew up as humans. Um, and just start tapping into those things. So um, I don't know what I've given you. There are two or three things, but it's just yeah, be no, a, that's it. You know, be a good person. Yeah, I I think that really is the key in in successful networking is is that um, that giving mentality, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it will come back to you karmically. It will come back to you, however you want to look at it, right? Yeah. Um, because even and it's not a tit for tat type of reciprocity, right? It might be no. that you help one person in the chapter or in your your networking group, and then through them getting that client referral, whatever, now they're able to, you know, go help someone else that helps someone else. And eventually it comes back to you because someone else refers to you because you don't see all the connections doesn't mean they're not there um, for that, for those ripples of ripples of goodness, as I like to call them uh, going out into the world. It, it comes back in such interesting ways, um, you know, to, to be able to share that kind of, of, way of being. So I, I think yeah. that's incredibly helpful. So I well, love I, I those tell tips. People, I tell people what you do, what you get out of this world is tied to what you give. You just can't see the string, right? It's just this, this is ball of yarn, but it's connected. And it, you might not ever be able to really figure out how it all pieced together. And you don't need to, you just have to kind of trust that yeah. it's going to happen. Um, and I've, you know, I, I have a good life. I mean, I'm not, I'm not bragging about money or anything like that, but I really enjoy my life and a lot of great things come from it. And, you know, it's just helping other people. Um, yeah, Yeah. no, I, I, I really see, um, how that would be quite beneficial (laughs) in the networking scene. You know, it, it really, it really does help because that just by that giving, you become more visible, you become more seen by those who you gave to. And they're they're often going to try and find a way, maybe not through a referral, but they will find some other way to, um, you know, give back to you yeah. in, in some way, shape or form. So, so what are, um, you have a few books out there, you've got foundational networking. What are a couple of the other books that you have, uh, that so if somebody wants to learn more about networking, yeah. that they can read some of what you have. Um, well, foundational networking is really the is the main book on networking. I mean, they're all you know it's all relationships. I wrote a book called The Champion. I co-wrote a book called The Champion. It's kind of a fable book um, story of a um, somebody who 
you know, that bad networking gone good, I call it, right? <laughs> I mean, the person who's, you know, who's out at the chamber event, just, you know, just pushing cards, pushing cards. And then through a series of mishaps, he stumbles into the notion of, oh, if I help other people, this is, you know, if Ooh. I become selfless, it, it works better. Um, and uh, so I certainly, uh, I, I have that book. I have another book called uh, Networking Rx. Uh, I kind of I kind of play off that theme in a number of ways where for a, lo- for a long time I was writing uh, quarterly newsletters and I've just kind of, I took all those newsletters and put them into a book. Um, oh, wow. And, uh, you know, so chapters will take that, uh, uh, Amsterdam chapters might take that book and then every week we'll share something different. Somebody will read a chapter and say, hey, here's the story. Um, but, uh, um, I, I've written a couple books that were like for the franchising industry, um, okay. just to kind of hand out as, Hey, Hey, I know about networking. I'm also selling a franchise that didn't really work out so well, but that's a whole nother conference. <laughs> I try not everything. I, not everything I do works out. Um, and I have a, actually I have a couple novels that I've written. That's what really got me started was just writing novels. Um, I wrote a novel and that just gave me the confidence that I could write a book. It's. It's right. just words made into sentences that form paragraphs. Oh my God, I've got a chapter. And you just have the discipline to just keep going and going and going. So um, that's awesome. And so y- you did mention that you are franchising. So there are, you do have opportunities with Am Spirit um, all over the country, it sounds like. Uh, yeah. Tell us, tell us a little more about Am Spirit. Yeah. I mean, Am Spirit, again, it's, uh, these are groups of entrepreneurs, sales reps, professionals that meet weekly, um, same time each week to learn about each other and exchange referrals. We are, you know, one of the ways we're growing is through franchising, but I do have people who come to me and just say, Hey, listen, not really interested in franchising right now. I just, can you help me start a chapter? I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll help you start a chapter. And so the models, will, you know, it becomes a little different then, you know, but people, Either way, what I really try to do, Jenny, is I, if you want to, if you depend upon networking for success and you want to get better at it and learn about it, that's great. I would happily help you start a chapter. Mm -hmm. If you want to help other people with that, then we can start to explore leadership opportunities in the organization or franchising opportunities. And the leadership opportunities are just, you know, hey, listen, I'm going to train you. Um, you do get paid, um, but you're not going to get paid as much as a franchisee who's bought a territory and made that investment. Right. Um, so it's, you know, I'm, I'm really about trying to help people become more successful working on a platform where I'm sharing a lot of my videos that I put together. A lot of, one of the books I wrote, it's called the giving journal was really kind of how I came of age to just becoming a prolific giver. And all I did was just start journaling. And just every day, anytime I did something for somebody, I would put a date and write it down, not to keep score, but just to keep myself accountable to it. And what I found was that journal really made me make giving top of mind. Mm. You know, I can't go a day without giving. I can't leave a, a blank space in the journal. So I just explained that whole process in the giving journal and it's, I can never sell it. I give it away for free. And I don't send people copies, but there's a download, so people want to download it. So I'm building a platform where I can put a lot of that stuff that people can go, and parts of it will be, pre- it'll be premium content, and parts of it's just a lot of free, you know, whatever. So I love um, that. No, yeah. that, that's amazing. I, I love the idea of the giving journal. That's awesome. So 
and it's just I'm a big believer in that whole thing, obviously, yeah. you know, the giver's gain thing. And it, my audience can't see it, but I'm showing you the tattoo I have on my arm, but which I have out on my Instagram profile, my Facebook profile. It's my Ohana way to tattoo. And part of the Ohana way is give, give to givers who give because it always comes back to you. And it's a right. way of learning how to also identify to give to takers long enough to identify that they're a taker. Yeah. And then stop giving to takers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because if there's no reciprocity, that's not, not the kind of person that you want in your world necessarily. So, but that yeah. is something that I'm a big, big believer in. So I love the idea of the giving journals. <laughs> well, send, to... I'm going to, I'm going to mail you a copy. I've got a, you know, I've got printed copies, but I'll get you a copy. Oh, but... that'd be awesome. I love that. Yeah. And I mean... when you have the, PDF version. If you want to put that out for the podcast listeners, we can certainly make it accessible yeah. to them. If you're open to that, I, I think oh, that yeah. my listeners yeah. would be totally into that. Because what yeah. I found is my listeners often are attracted to a lot of the same things I am, including giving. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that'd be a well, pretty cool thing. You know, in the end, it's the only way. Yeah. It is the only way. You it, know, it's. Yeah. Yeah. I love, you know, because yeah, karmically, it just come back to you. So if yeah. somebody's listening to this right now, my badass crew, if they're listening right now going, this Frank guy seems pretty freaking cool. How can they get a hold of you? <laughs> you know, I, I will tend to meet people wherever they're at. You mm -hmm. know, I, you know, I have an email, I have LinkedIn, I have Facebook. I, you know, I'll engage wherever. I tend to like to do email, but wherever sure. people are at, awesome. um, well, we'll definitely I, make sure in the show notes to put your LinkedIn yeah. link. So anybody who's active on LinkedIn, they can go find you there. We'll also put your email if you're open to that being out for the yeah. the audience. Yeah. We'll put that out there so you guys can, if you want to send him an email and connect with him and say, hey, I heard you on the Badass Trick Sales Mastery yeah. podcast and, you know, give him your takeaway from this. I'm sure he'd love to hear it. So, um, well, if, if you want to simplify, you can just put frankagan.com on there because I have all those contacts in there. I list all my books, the different things I'm involved in. Yeah. So it's just kind of a, it's a one-stop shopping for all things Frank Egan. I love it. And so if you guys are sitting there wondering, how do I spell that? Don't worry about it. Just go into the show notes. We'll yep. have the link direct right there. You don't have to worry about spelling it right or wrong. And if this is your first time ever listening to the podcast and you're like, show notes, what are show notes? How do I find show notes? Here's what you're going to do. Grab your phone as long as you're not driving. Click yep. on today's episode, scroll up just below Frank's picture. You'll see all the show notes. It'll have all the information there. You can click there. It'll have his contact information, including his website, where you can connect with Frank. Frank, this was awesome. I so appreciate you. you coming on and helping me spread the word of how networking can help network marketers build and grow their business. I, You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so glad to have you here. All right, Badass Crew, you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another Badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.